Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the episode of 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Hey, just uh, reveling in a, a victory here. I'm, I'm hoping that my screen name that I use on these Riverside things, if you're watching live today, I'm using Touchdown Taj, which I know he didn't get a touchdown today, but last time I used RTDB for run the damn ball. So maybe next game, Taj will run the ball more and get a touchdown, get in the end zone. That was really nice to see. Probably the highlight of the evening for me. I've talked long enough. How are you? It's good, man. Uh, a little delayed coming in because I had 18 different things muted trying to figure out where I was supposed to have hot. And uh, here we are, man. We're just rolling. Just a couple of hot mics. Well, it's supposed to be hot, and it was taking a second to get there. Um, have have some thoughts on, on Shuck, Michael. Have some thoughts on Morton. Um, and just the offense in general, but you get the win. Um, convincing win, I think, uh, whatever. I mean, it wasn't an actual line, but I think it was set at like 36 and a half on the ESPN app. You, you hit that. You covered. I would have wanted the, uh, the shutout there, but yeah, very nearly had it with the, uh, the Baskerville uh, very near interception there <clears throat> on the goal line. Uh, ends up holding to a field goal there, but yeah, um, you win the game by 38 points. Um, I think that was larger than the margin we we predicted or projected in our, our preseason, our not preseason, our our preview episode earlier this week. Um, I mean, I, I thought we would get to about 40-something points, but I thought we were going to give a little more. Um, Same. Yeah. You really, like, defensively, like, you, you, you clamped down on for, for the majority of the game. Um, you got some, some pressure, some pass rush, uh, from miles Cole, got a couple of sacks there, which were fantastic to see. Um, Malik Dunlap, man, had himself a game, had two interceptions, nearly had a third, uh, rabbit had an interception. Uh, so defensively, man, you were just, you were all over him. Uh, you, you turned him over three times. Um, he held him to just 197 passing yards, 145 on the ground. I think a lot of those uh, ground yards uh, came late. Um, let's see if I can pull it up from Tarleton. They, yeah, so they picked up um, 22, 42, plus 45. What is that? 87, 168.00 of their total yards on their final four drives. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um, whereas, you know, the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, the nine drives before that they had 150 maybe. 
Um, so basically, any like they picked up seventy percent of their offensive yards second half of the third quarter on, um, which happens right as you, as you're going through your your depth, you're, you're getting guys in there. Um, you, you're rotating a little bit more on on defense. Um, it happens. I'm not upset about this the about the defensive performance at all. I actually thought it was really good. Um, when you're holding, you know, their offense. And I, granted, like, again, they 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 played that set a lot uh, in the broadcast, especially late. That Tarleton State was scoring 52 points 52 a game. 52 points a game. 52 points a game. <laughs> they scored 52 points a game. And again, it was like what was it, McNeese State and Northern Alabama or something? Um, and obviously, they hadn't played uh, an FBS opponent, but um, I mean, they they really didn't even sniff like. Mm-hmm. You know the text tech side of the 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 field until um well into the second half they had a 12 play 48 yard drive uh the first drive of the second quarter for them um it took four and a half minutes but ended on, on turnover and downs i mean they went interception punt punt interception turnover and downs punt half punt interception turnover on downs punt their first one of the 10 or 11 drives. So they got a field goal there on their second to last drive. And then uh, they ended the game with the ball. So, yeah, they got in the red zone twice. Um, so defensively, I, I, I think you, you, perf- you performed as, as expected. Um, their all-star receiver, all, you know, their, their all world receiver they had uh, coming out of game two. And he had like 211 yards. Um, Finished the night with uh, zero. Did he catch a pass? Well, are you talking? Or is it Smith? Hang on just a second. Are you talking about Darius? Maybe Jaden Smith. I think we lost Spencer briefly. Darius. A lot to run the ball all night, but I mean, they averaged 4.4, 4.5, 6.1 yards per carry. Um, and they, they, you know, between the three of them ran the ball 30 times. Um, but that all came in, in, in the second half or the majority of, of those yards came in the second half. Oh, good. Am I gone? Can you hear me? Tyler Shuck end of the day, 50, completing 50% of his passes, 10 of 20 for 123 yards. So 12.3 yards per completion, but like six point yard, six point one yards per attempt, uh, one touchdown did not have an interception though. Uh, and then Shuck did run the ball six times for a negative or sorry, net zero yards. Um, I think we saw quite the swing on how the, the running game was, uh, attacked this week, uh, and that Brooks carried the ball 19 times, uh, and Shuck only got six, so almost the exact flip from what you saw last week when Shuck had 23 and Brooks had six. Brooks had six carries within the first quarter uh, and hit like 100 yards in the first half, 110 yards, finished with 158 on 19 carries, good for 8.3 yards per carry with a 38-yard long. Uh, did not score a touchdown. Uh, Shuck had the only rushing touchdown on the day. Um, you did get Nehemiah Martinez involved on the ground, six carries, 38 yards. He was looking pretty good. 
uh, and then Bryson Donnell uh, there later in the game came in. He had four carries for 15, um, long of 12. Uh, Baron Morton had three carries for 11. So you finished 39 carries as an offense, 221 yards, 5.7 yards per carry, and one rushing touchdown. Okay, so thanks for anyone who's still here. Bearing with us, technical difficulties. We use Riverside to do this, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And this is one of those times where you're getting to see it live. But to go back on what Spencer was saying, he was talking about Taj Brooks. I wanted to share some knowledge with you. As of tonight, he more than doubled his carries on the year. So I know Spencer just shared what he did tonight, 19 carries, 158 yards, 8.3 yards per carry tonight. Coming into tonight, he was 18 carries, 111 yards, 6.1 yards per carry. So in one game, he doubled his number of carries in the first two combined, which seems like an obvious game plan. And I hope that that's the case and it's not a scheme against a quote unquote lesser opponent. I hope this is something that we'll actually get to see more often and see the man work because he runs hard. He finds the open places. Um, He's patient too. So, Let's give him the ball. Let's get him in the end zone. That's what I'd hope to see too. I've, I know that we're just kind of floating along here, so hopefully Spencer won't repeat stuff I've already said since he can't hear me. But sacks, you know, Tech finally got some sacks tonight. It took a while. Uh, it was on a fourth and two with about five minutes left in the third, but they were able to come away with, uh, you know, that kind of, open the floodgates necessarily. Um, like Spencer said, it really hurt to open the game, especially after electing to receive. To open the game with a three and out and just a complete blown up, in your face, dominating sack. And then in the same drive, Shuck overthrows a receiver 10 yards. Just a killer way to start. Things got a little better. But I felt like there were a lot of missed throws tonight by Shuck. I felt like he overthrew guys a lot or didn't even really make an attempt on some of the guys that were open. You could see a difference with Morton on that. I've always been one hesitant to call for QB two, partially because I feel like it's cliched and everyone does that uh, because they can always say, well, Morton would have made that throw. You know, you have that in your hip pocket the whole time. So that's part of my reason Um, and because I trust the coaching staff, I think they know more than I do, but Morton did take some more chances tonight. He seemed to have better luck with his receivers. Those two touchdown throws were really well thrown. I think price price's route. He kind of cut too far in towards the goalpost before going back to the corner. I think that would have looked a little prettier if, if, uh, but you know, he was probably doing that to get open. I felt like Morton threw the ball right where it needed to be, and Miles probably wouldn't have had to extend quite as much had he not cut in so much, but that's probably how he got open. And then his second touchdown pass was just in perfect stride on a drag route that 
he hit with no problem. I think that one interception appeared to be a miscommunication with Fungi. That was pretty obvious. You know, when when your receiver starts blocking 30 yards downfield, I'm not really sure what Fungi thought the play was to suddenly start blocking that far away, but it sure made that interception easy for the Tarleton State defender. But I I did like what I saw from Morton. Um, you know, I don't know if it's enough. I don't know if it was ever going to be enough. It, it sounds like Shuck's going to be the guy no matter what. And I would be very surprised if someone else comes out against West Virginia. Now, West Virginia tonight, let me see. I had this pulled up on my, my trusty tablet here. West Virginia tonight, uh, their quarterback went out, but I don't know if he ever came back in. I don't think he did. He went out. Garrett Green went out. Looked like a leg or an ankle injury in the first quarter against Pitt tonight, but West Virginia held on. I mean, it was a it was a tough game. Went into halftime. West Virginia's up seven to six. Went on to score ten in the third, and that was it. So seventeen six, West Virginia takes down Pitt and kind of redeemed themselves a little bit. Got a little swagger, getting ready to host Texas Tech. So that's. Something to look for. And also something to look for is Garrett Green's status. Uh, you know, they were able to win without him, I think. You know, I didn't keep a super close eye on this game because Tech's game was going on at the same time, but I don't think he came back in. No, he threw two passes. And that was that. Oh, this is funny. This can't be right. So the backup quarterback came in and threw nine passes. So as a team, they went six for 11. That's incredible. Spencer, can you hear me now? I can. Oh, my gosh. That's so great. I heard. I felt like uh, I did a good job. It was a, it was a very good solo show. <laughs> I'm sure it was great. <laughs> I will hear the rest of it in a little bit. I, when I was able to join in, you were talking about the interception that Morton threw uh, where Fungi started blocking. Yeah. Um, and then, like, well, immediately Morton you? got on his ass on the side. Like, oh, man. what are you doing? <laughs> that was kind of an odd <clears throat> I, I guess, I mean, I maybe he just assumed that, I don't know, maybe he assumed that somebody had just gotten turned loose, you know, that Donnell had just broken a big run. I, I don't know. It was, he, just, it was he just had the wrong play. I don't know. It wasn't good um, timing either because that was right when Ryan Leaf was talking about Morton's decision-making and how he seemed to be taking more chances tonight than Shuck, and then he threw an interception. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what, what you brought up. I don't want to go back and re- repeat everything. Um, just give my, my quick thoughts here. Um, in a game where you're supposed to look good and you're supposed to move the ball, Shuck looked like Shuck. He didn't look like the Shuck we saw last year. He looked like the Shuck versus Oregon and versus Wyoming. Like, I, I guess to his credit, like, doesn't play up or down to his opponents. He just is what he is. Um, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. You, you can come in here and say like, Oh, well, based on what Baron Morton did, he should obviously be the starter. Um, he did seem like there was a response. Uh, the offense did seem to change. And I don't know if it was just, the play calling because it was just a different player or everybody was just like, 
just energized a little bit differently to see something else. The crowd was certainly into it. Um, they were chanting Baron, <laughs> like his first few plays. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I there's not going to be a, a quarterback controversy. I just, you can't convince me that what we saw tonight versus, you know, you you were supposed to put up 41 points on them regardless. Um, Shuck put up, what, what was it? 17? Yes. Yes. Cause it was 24, 24, zero at the half. Yeah. Um, and then he got one drive in the second half and it was a three and out. We were like, Oh, he's going to get one drive in the second half, which we heard. Uh, and then came out and played and I was, I was being snarky in our, uh, in the discord. I was like, well, silver lining. It was a quick drive. It was, it was a three and out. We get Morton here pretty quick. Um, and then it Morton, was, it, you know, we, we talk about, we're supposed to win this. We're supposed to win this game like this, but I was frustrated with the offense. No, I was too, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to go eight of, you know, two of your first eight drives only ending in a touchdown. Yes, they had two field goals thrown in there as well, but this is an FCS team. You're at home. You should not have to punt five times before the end of the third quarter. Can I uh, point something else out here, guys? A drive started by Morton did not end in a punt. Also true. The drives for Shuck went punt, touchdown, touchdown, punt, field goal, punt, punt. Morton Granted, comes in. Morton's first drive was awful. And it was basically a punt because he got handed good field position because it was a field goal. So he basically <laughs> yeah. went three and out. I mean, it was it was a bad first drive. Four plays, two yards. Um, but because of the field the because they took over on an interception uh, because of the field. Whatever I'm trying to say, wherever they, they took the ball over, they were able to put points on the board, even though they only picked up two yards. Uh, and then and then the next two drives uh, put up two touchdowns. And then Morton's final drive was the interception, which I think we can, we can place on there being a miscommunication. I don't know if it was a, a Morton thing or a, a, a fungi thing doesn't really matter because it ultimately ends the same way. Um, so you get the, the, the one turnover of the night is, is uh, attributed to Morton, but the offense certainly said, certainly looked a whole lot different uh, and you were efficient. Uh, once Morton got those first few plays out, right? Like he hadn't played all year. So those like his first few plays went two yards, uh, but the next drive went yeah, 47 next yards. Drive the, was- in a minute. And then the next drive, 14 plays, five and a half minutes, touchdown. Um, and then the, the interception. So, um, I love having Morton. Uh, I love that, you know, he's, he's available for us if, and when something happens to Shuck. Um, I wish, I wish, uh, we would be able to get more of, more of Morton. So I think we, you, you, this was something I mentioned. I don't think you heard it, but do you think that handing the ball to Taj Brooks as much as 
we did tonight? Do you think that was just because of who we were playing, or do you think that was a right, you know, a correction in the offensive scheme for the year? And I'm really hoping it's the latter. Maybe both, right? Like, um, I know Kitley said on Monday, he like he doesn't look at number of carries in game, but I think looking at everything after the fact and be like, oh man, like our starting running back carrying the ball only six times, and he was actually doing pretty well. Like maybe we need to kind of feed him more, right? Um, and then obviously with the just the nature of who it was that you you were playing, like they should have been outmatched um, along the lines and. I would I wouldn't say that like, well I don't know I I, I don't have the best memory here and saying like all all the the big running plays were were up the middle and they were just you know busting big holes in the defense but um, I do feel like a lot of that um, is is attributable to just the running backs having opportunities to make plays right you give them the ball they're gonna have more opportunities uh, Brooks is a great running back um, you know whether or not he get the, the the best blocking up front because I don't I'm not a big believer in our offensive line right now. Um, still with the ball in his hands, like he's got the opportunity to make a play. When if it's not, then obviously he can't do it. So it's kind of like um, self fulfilling prophecy in, in a sense. But um, yeah. So I I I, I do think like part of the game plan looking ahead at an FCS opponent having the size uh, advantage, you should be like, we should be able to run the ball. And, and you did 221 carries, sorry, 221 yards, on 39 carries. Uh, and you only threw the ball. Well, you threw the ball 33 times and you ran 39. Um, and obviously a lot of that, you know, you were, you're never behind, um, you know, when you're down a couple guys too. Valdez still isn't playing. Mm -mm. Um, I mean, I think he was, he was listed on the, pregame show as a you know break in case of emergency i think he was suited up but they had no intention of playing him unless they absolutely had to but to see even if you take out there's two things here i absolutely love that the first time they hand touchdown taj the ball he rattles off 38 yards i mean just out the gate so even if you take that 38 yard gain his out of what he was able to do tonight, his yards per carry only drops from 8.3 to 6.7. Still pretty incredible. So statistically he gets a first down every other time you hand him the ball. Sort of. Yeah. If you only ran the ball and yeah. he actually got 6.7 yards every single carry. Yep, that Brooks carry was the first play of the second drive. Um, yeah. rush at the middle for 38 Boom. and I, I didn't see it. We were driving back from a, a, a dinner tonight, but it, I was listening to it and Brian Jensen just was painting a word picture about Mason Tharp, just obliterating somebody and opening up the, the lane for Brooks there. I was like, man, I, I, I'm going to love to go back and watch that one. I was totally um, leoing it when I was on my couch, just pointing I'm like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's what, that's what I want to see. So yeah. That's why you give touchdown Taj the ball. I hope he snapped too. <laughs> um, like, okay, so that drive is a thing of beauty, right? Like, okay, so Taj rush up the middle. 
Um, shuck pass for two yards. Uh, shuck pass for three yards. Sorry, for six yards. Then it's Taj, Taj, Taj. Unfortunately, it ends with a touchdown, yeah. not from Taj, but <laughs> well, <laughs> like a, them, like going the back to Taj. Kept it. Yeah. Well, that's that's a shuck thing. Apparently, he likes to call his own number. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, I, I I didn't see it. This was like actually when we were transitioning from card inside. I I I heard it. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen that run yet. I don't know if like they the defense, like if if Shuck really could have just handed it off, or if he's like oh, I, I'm, I'm gonna take this one in. It was myself. a really it was a really wise decision. Uh, okay. Everybody was stacked well, on, on the. Then. I think everybody was stacked on the strong side, and that's where Brooks was headed. And he'd been handed the ball. I mean, he'd been obliterating them. <laughs> yeah, that well, three times drive. in a row. And so Shuck kept it and just waltzed in on the weak side. Um, I'm not the best at remembering X's and O's on plays, but it did seem like the right call to make. But it was just okay, kind of good. a shame that Brooks didn't get the get to actually go in the end zone. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, anything else you want you want to? touch on uh i don't remember the name or number because we were we were muted there for a second but obviously wouldn't, wouldn't send good thoughts up to that tarleton state player that went down uh don't i don't have any information on what happened uh, they didn't even show it to our replay but if they're leaving on a on a, on a backboard and, and a neck brace it's not always good uh first good signs was that the trainer that was at whatever that was riding in the back was, was patting his leg it's like well he wouldn't be doing that if he couldn't feel anything and then he got the, the double thumbs up from the yeah. player on his way out which is always a good sign uh, but hopefully, you know, it's like a stinger or something, and it's just like just trying to be a little, you know, extra taking cautious. a little extra caution there. Yeah, and he, like one, he's able to go home with the team tonight or tomorrow. Um, I was telling somebody that early in the game, I was like, I, I, every time I see Ramirez on the field, like I absolutely just love it. I just like so, so proud of it. I was like, I, I just hate for that to happen to anybody else where they have to stay behind from their team. Um, because it is just, just a, just a completely, just a, or, or, an ordeal um, for, for everybody involved. But I feel like the broadcast team handled it well. You know, some just in general, teams have gotten or broadcast teams have gotten so much better about that in the last several years of not gratuitously showing things over and over, or even just overanalyzing what happened, but just just kind of talking through it and checking with sideline reporter and, you know, just trying to get an update and not, uh, you know, going too much into detail on what, how this young man got hurt and what possibly could be heard and all of that. Yeah. Did you want to run through some big 12 scores? Cause boy, I do. Oh, well, let's get to it. Uh, I, okay. I did hear you, you were talking about the, the West Virginia. I had that one on during halftime. Um, I did hear that they ended up pulling it out. That's awesome. Yeah. Ooh, Cincinnati yes. is in overtime. Is that where you're looking at? Well, not just Where do you that, want to start? Uh, let's start in Stillwater, my friend. Um, so let's South see, Alabama. Oh, holy shit. South, South Alabama took a little trip down to Stillwater and, uh, and beat the Cowboys. Beat them like a seven. drum, Michael. Holy crap. 33 to 7. What the hell happened? I don't know. Uh, I'll roll through a couple of the boring ones. Um, UCF annihilated Villanova 48-14. Baylor took care of Long Island 30-7. Tulsa 
was very outmatched against the Sooners at home. But the rest of them, let's... 66 to 17. (laughs) The rest of these are actually pretty juicy. Oh, yes, they are. Let's start start up in Ohio, Michael. Please. Poor Iowa State. (laughs) I saw this. I can't remember who who said it. I I did see it. I I didn't actually see the score. It may have been Cyclone Larry. It was like, I'm tired of being Ohio's Super Bowl. Yes. Um, Iowa State loses. Exact same tweet last week when they lost to Iowa. Um, I think he just changed... Iowa, Iowa Ohio. Ohio Ohio takes down Iowa State at home 10 to 7 that sounds brutal imagine allowing 10 points and losing um they were all all 17 of those points came in the second half Ohio scored their one touchdown in the third quarter and then a, a field goal in the fourth Iowa State uh got their fourth got their touchdown in the fourth quarter um it looks like Iowa State kicked a field goal that may have gone like over the uprights uh, and was called no good. So over the bridge. Uh, oh no, they were on the no, because they're they're on the other road. They uh, yeah. they little sooner action there uh, in Lubbock when um the Sooners kicked a field goal there last year and went over the uprights. So don't kick it so high. Um, Simple. Baylor only putting up thirty against all- Long Island. They're def- their defensive team. Okay. So Missouri hits a walk-off game winner 61 yards, Michael, against Kansas State. That thing would have been good for 70. That was incredible. <laughs> I mean, pegged it down the middle. And it was a cluster F to get to that point because Mizzou didn't have any timeouts. And so uh, they got a first down, and then they clocked it. And so then the play clock's just running. They've, <laughs> they have six seconds left. No one's paying attention to that. And they have they to get, get a delay, delay game. of game. <laughs> so, so they could have so kicked got, like a 56-yarder. They got moved back. Well, not even that. They got moved back five yards. And then this was also crazy to me. No timeouts. They chose to run a play. <laughs> and they ran a play. And miraculously, it took exactly three seconds. I can't remember if they gained anything on it or not. But then, so they had three seconds on the clock when when they kicked it through the uprights. That was just kind of fortuitous on their point. I, I don't, they almost lost it. But their kicker was like, nah, nah, y'all. I'm, I'm telling you, man, if you haven't seen the replay, I think would have been I'm just watching it right now. Um, incredible. Obviously, with the with the way it ends the game, very reminiscent of Garibay walking off against Iowa State. His was longer though, so let's let's give props there. Yeah, um, but was it sixty two? I think it was sixty three. Okay, sixty five. Even let's 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 not short the trying game. To, I'm trying to remember um, how Jensen says it. I feel like it's two because I think his voice cracks on two. Um, but sixty two yard. <laughs> but both of the. Kansas State and Iowa State both had a guy back there to return it in case he missed, mm-hmm. and both just like looked up and watched the ball go in. Like that's not that's not coming to me. They should have just called it good too. Um, let's get to what Mister BBC ooh. said in the chat. Um, let Let's see what's going on down in Austin. Do you have so, an update for that? Yeah. So right now, with nine forty to go in the fourth quarter, Texas has the ball. They are up 17 to 10 on Wyoming. 
um, Wyoming, they, they are, they are, they do have second and goal from the two. So it looks like they're, they're, they're threatening to score here are the Longhorns. Um, Wyoming did score a 62 yard, uh, rushing touchdown on their fifth play of the game. Oh gosh. Um, I didn't know it was that type of a play. I knew they scored first. I knew it was a seven. Yeah. 1245. Yeah. Like the, the first drive, wow. uh, 1245 left in the first quarter. Whaley, which I don't even think is a, a guy that, that we saw, they have um, like 19 running backs. <laughs> yeah. Um, Whaley runs it in for 62 yards. Uh, Texas responds with a field goal, 37 yard field goal. And then they, they go up 10 to seven, uh, with 11:45 left in the second quarter, uh, a one yard touchdown pass from Mr. Ewers. If I had the Longhorn network, I would, I would watch it, but I don't, it's too bad. They just scored, uh, Quint Ewers ran it in uh five yard touchdown. So they're going up 23, 10 right now, looking like it'd be 24, 10, and they had a 44-yard pass to Xavier Worthy uh, to break the tie there in the fourth quarter. So, so that might be one of the only covers I get today because, oh boy, my uh, all of my picks today, I'm over, I'm over nine right now, Spencer. This is how in <laughs> tune I am because I, I try to make a pick on every Big Twelve game. Sometimes it's the over or the under. Sometimes it's actually, you know, the points. Um, and so I did that today, and yeah, I've been terrible. But Wyoming at plus twenty nine and a half is looking okay. <laughs> well, for now, <laughs> you got nine minutes of game time left. I know. Um, I know a lot can happen. So West Virginia looks like they're going to hold on. They are up seventeen to six with a minute to go in the fourth. That game is still going on as we speak. Uh, BYU driving with the ball, two forty four left in the game. They are up. 38-31 in Fayetteville. Uh, I think I called for an Arkansas win and cover here, so good on the Cougs. Um, two more ongoing games, TCU-Houston. So you got a Big 12 matchup. Uh, TCU up 29-13, which is just... It feels like a like a under 12-minute basketball timeout score <laughs> 29 to 13 someone got on a run and we had to call timeout they hit they hit a, a layup and two <laughs> they hit a couple of threes yeah you're like let's come on let's take a break um start of the fourth quarter there in houston um kansas at nevada that one is about halfway through the first quarter kansas up seven zero remember they were they are a 28 point favorite in this game so I think oh, I the other, Nevada. Only other only other game we haven't talked about is Miami, Ohio. So both Miami teams. Uh, sorry. Not not both Miami. Two Ohio teams taking down Big 12 teams. So Ohio over Iowa State, then Miami of Ohio take down Cincinnati in overtime, 31-24. And I thought I picked a Cincinnati win and cover there. Anyways, um, see, it's it's weekends like this, Michael, that says like, well, Texas Tech offense, like it may not be great, but like we didn't get smoked at home 
by South Alabama. We lost to a well, it looks like a decent Wyoming team. It's not Miami of Ohio or Ohio. Um, we we won big against our FCS opponent, unlike Baylor. Um, West Virginia may be a little bit better, even though they're going to be without uh, Green. BYU may be a little bit better than, than we expected going on the road and, and, and at least fighting with Arkansas right now. So. Especially that offense. I I really didn't. I had not been impressed with their offense too much. I think would they they beat Sam Houston fourteen to three or something in the in week one. Yeah. So they are turning the right direction. Are the yeah. Cougars? So so I think what you're getting at is it's kind of anybody's game. The Big Twelve race is probably going to be really. There's going to be a lot of good parity. It's going to be pretty exciting. It's going to be pretty fun. And it's going to raise our bread our bread pleasure that's it that's how you say okay it. hold on a second is that my is that Cincinnati game not over yet it just went from being final to being an overtime on on the app mine's I'm I'm on CBS scores and it's telling me the same thing it just says final OT but the the 31, ESPN app 24. went like it went backwards it went from being final to now being in overtime nope it just well hang on that maybe Cincinnati turned the ball over no, it's over. Because in overtime, Miami, Ohio scored a touchdown and the PAT was good. But maybe since he threw an interception or fumbled it or something. They did. They threw an interception. Oh, seven plays, 31 yards, and an interception in overtime. That'll do it. That'll end the game. That's a crappy way to lose. Yeah, sucks to suck. Okay, West Virginia just went final 17-6. Um, so you've got Kansas, TC, Houston, Texas, and BYU still playing. But 24-10 in Austin. All right. Um, I think that'll do it for us. 23 Personal Podcast. We will have your West Virginia preview on Tuesday. Oh, uh, God. We'll be back here on uh, the stream Tuesday night between 9 and 9.30. Start time. Game will be 2.30 Central in Morgantown. Um, Hope to see uh, Texas Tech go on the road and take down a conference opponent, start 1-0 in conference play. You can't win the conference unless you uh, win your conference games, Michael. Uh, We're done with the nonsensical out-of-conference stuff now. The real season starts this week, Michael. Anyways, that'll do it for us the 23 Personnel Podcast. Thanks for joining us on the stream, the instant reaction. Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Suck and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. 
And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.